It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's that smell? Just like cornbread done to well. What you need, you know I got. Metal Faithful, it is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Radulich, and this is the Metal Hammer of Doom. Tonight, we are reviewing Def Leppard, because it's the day before my birthday, and Def Leppard's one of my favorite bands, Diamond Star Halos. It's the 12th studio album by English rock band Def Leppard, currently heading up the three years delayed stadium tour with Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett. It was released on May 27th, 2022 through Bludgeon, Rifola and Mercury Records. The album takes its name from the 1971 T-Rex single, Bang a Gong, Get It On, Jesse Starcher, Bang a Gong, Get It On. And includes imagery from Anton Corbijn and Miriam Malikpour and Oliver and Joshua Munden. All right, Jesse, Bang My Gong. Oh, you know, I fell into the hysteria when I saw that photograph. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Love bites, Mark Rattledge. Really, Love really does really, bite. <laughs> listen, you better Armageddon, Armageddon it. Right out of here, buddy. <laughs> oh, no fooling. 
Well, <laughs> we're going to be talking Def Leppard tonight. I can't believe. How long has it been since they, you got the discography there. How long has it been since they last uh, launched their last album? It's been a long this time. One? It's been a long time since they got rocked. Um, they got rocket. <laughs> Tidy your yeah. room. Take out the trash. Um, it hasn't been that long. So uh, just, uh, they, the they... whole time. We totally missed the. Go ahead. Oh, 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 no, you stopped there. I, I was just going to say, we totally missed the joke that, I mean, that whole song is called Let's Get Fucked. And we <laughs> didn't, I cannot believe that we did not, like, latch onto that immediately. Instead, we were making stupid jokes about CGI arms. Um. All right, so. How fucked were we, though? Well, hang on. <laughs> Let's. This is the man that'll pour some sugar on you and then release the ants. It's Robert Cooper, the Metal Coop. How do you do, sir? The irony is I only release the ants when truly I think I should also release the uncles. <laughs> no! You know you know what waka, Jesse does? Waka. You know what Jesse does, don't you? He releases the Kraken. Release the Kraken. That's a song? That's a clutch song. Yes, you motherfucker. song, sir. Yeah. I don't remember that song. Don't. Don't Damn go room. on through the night, Robert Cooper, and leave us high and dry with your pyromania. You'll get hysteria, adrenalize, and use slang. And then we'll be euphoric on the X. Yeah. Song from the Sparkle Lounge. And then wow. in twenty fifteen and then in twenty fifteen, self titled, Jesse. Okay. All right. You'll be a deaf leopard. You'll be. I'll be a deaf leopard. Deaf leopards ate my face. So that, and it's only been it's only been seven years. Seven okay. years, baby right. doll. Well, that's still a long time. So I'm looking at you the. You know, it's um, been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> when was the last time Def Leppard was relevant, though? That's what's every you know. fucking year. Okay. All right. You might Don't, be biased. I, not me. I, sp- I, I am the mouth of Jesus. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I was telling Melissa about that today. I was like, hey, like last week or whatever. Oh, no, it was this morning. We were recording the uh, the Double or Nothing review. And I was like, you have to understand that God talks to me. And, and, I, and, and God speaks to the world through me. And Neil was fucking looking at me like, I don't know if he's doing a bit or not. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. is that real? Does he really feel that way? I don't know. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's all, it's all very uncomfortable. Um, So... All right, folks. Uh, so we are reviewing Diamond Star Halos, and we have a, it's a long night, and I still have another podcast to do after this. So, hey, Jesse, you ready to get rocked? Oh, let's get, let's get, let's get rocked. Here we go. Uh, first three tracks of the night. Um, oh, you know what? I keep making references in my head to the wrong band. <laughs> I was like, like, still of the night. I'm like, oh, that's fucking white. That's like fucking white thing. It's like, god I damn it. I, you know, you know what I gotta talk about. I gotta love. talk about. I gotta talk about the girls, girls, girls. Wait, that's Motley Crew. God damn ah, it. Damn it. You know what I like to do? I like to unskinny bop. That's poison. Ah, <laughs> like, it. oh shit. Uh, uh, this this podcast is out of the cellar. Damn it. That's right. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Jesse Starcher was once bitten, twice shy. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> oh this album really kicks. <laughs> you know what Jesse and I like to do? We like to fuck like a beast. Oh yeah, uh, that's sure. Wasp, Wasp, Wasp is actually one of the few hair metal bands like I really like because they have teeth. 
Jesse yes, would very much like to whisper. Uh, would uh, would like to whisper. Um, God damn it! I lost the song now. Sweet Scorpion. nothings. No, dick face scorpions. Listening oh. to the winds of change. Jesse would oh, very much oh. like us to listen to the winds of change. This topic. I and sure move us, move this the fuck on. Um, you, before we do you that, you ain't white lion. <laughs> you know. Every rose has its thorn, Robert Cooper. Oh God, I fucking hate that song. Do you really want to hurt do. me? I'm not a big. <laughs> what'd you say? I said, do you really want to hurt me? Uh, yes, I really want to make you cry. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. The art, hang on, the arts desk, Joe Muggs, not of Cypress Hill. Wrote that this album starts and ends so brilliantly, starting with a salvo of three tracks that remind you exactly why Def Leppard became one of the biggest bands in the world in the mid-80s, and ending with the heavily queen-indebted high-drama closer from here to eternity. A grand way to close a record, contrasting with a middle section that is way too generic, slightly countrified, and very American soft rock, and can't really live wow. up to those great bookends. So here we go, everybody. This is going to be an exciting ride. <sighs> I'm not sad that yet another band has disappointed me that was one of my favorites. Not at all, Jesse. Huh. Not at all. Love does certainly bite, you motherfuckers. All right, mm. here we go. First three songs. Uh, take what you want, kick, and fire it up.
that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Fire it up, Jesse Starcher. Fire it up. <laughs> Strange that I know three songs now that are titled, titled Fire It Up. <laughs> one is by Disturb, the other one is by Black Label Society, and now we have Def Leppard. Thinking so, about uh, speaking of Black Label Society, I'm thinking about taking Jonas um, to go see the 40th anniversary Anthrax show with uh, Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Hatebreed. Oh, that Ooh. that is a badass show. I I was trying to murder it. It yes, might it be. Will. It will be absolutely well. I've I've told the story about how I brought I brought the whole family um, to the clutch show, and my daughter fell asleep under a bar. And because she looks older than eleven years old, ten at the time, I think um, there were guys trying to like you know lay next to her underneath the bar, and my wife had to like shoo them away with like a fucking rolling pin and a broom. What? I didn't tell you that oh, story. Oh God! I thought I, I told I thought I told that story on the air. You may have. I remember you uh, talking about her falling asleep, but I do not remember. Like, oh yeah. There were creeps trying to, yeah, that's it, fucked it up, It sucks to be a girl in 2021, or 22 for that matter. Um, yeah, my 10-year-old daughter, it was, you know, it was way past like, her fucking bedtime. She, you know, she, she turned into a pumpkin after 9 o'clock, and, you know, of course, it's a concert. It ran, it was in a concert, in a bar. It was an all-ages show. She, they were not the only kids there. Um, but, you know, 
it, it, it is what it is. So she, it got really late. She got really tired. So Melissa took her over to the bar and just kind of like, she kind of cozied in, in there and she fell asleep and Melissa just watched over her. And then she, and then Melissa would like watch some of these guys, like see a prone sleeping young girl and try to get next to her. And my wife's like, what do you think you're doing? Like, what? Uh, she's like, she's 10, motherfucker. And the guy's like, oh my! And like, clutching his pearls and running away. <laughs> yeah. She's 10. Ooh! <laughs> but the, but the funniest part was one of the guys that did that then asked my wife how old she was. And my wife's like, we get the fuck out of here. So, <laughs> well, that's cool, but like, how old are you? I mean, you know. <laughs> like, th- no, that, I won't bother the 10 year old, but hey, hot mama. So, anyway. Um, but the real funny part of that story was over on the other side where I was with Jonas. You know, Jonas is now seven years old, and he's a slight boy, as you are at seven. Um, you know, he, he's made of bird bones. But he wants to fuck it up in the mosh pit, Jesse. Uh, I remember oh, you God. telling me about this. Yeah. yeah, and he got the shit knocked out of him. He got blindside tackled like an NFL fucking <laughs> running back. <laughs> Oh, poor baby. He got knocked ass over tea kettle, my lord. Um, and, and like every woman in the place protected them, protected him with their uterus. Um, anyway, so he's a, a little, little older, a little taller, a little, little more muscular, a little heavier. And I asked him, I was like, since I can't get anyone else to go to the show with me, you know, of all the various people that I've said, hey, my wife has given me permission to make friends and take other people to concerts. She doesn't want to go to heavy metal concerts anymore. Would you like to go to the heavy metal concert with me? And I have heard I'm too black for this. That was one excuse I got. I've heard I don't know who those bands are. I've heard I don't know what music is. Whatever. I'm like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everybody. So I went, I'm sorry, too went, black for this. I mean, that's that's actually my excuse for a lot of things. That's <laughs> me too, brother. Anyway. Anyway, um, so did you mean black metal? <laughs> yeah, no. Let's just say I've never been invited to a clan rally, but I'll, I'll just say that's going to be my excuse. <laughs> so too long black st- for this. So long story short, before we get back to the Def Leppard review, I asked my son, "Do you want to go to another heavy metal concert? Are you still are you still interested in being in mosh pits?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" I'm like, "All right, no need to curse." So, um, you're eight. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> I'm going to, please stop. Do as I say, not as I do, sir. Um, and so I think, Jesse, I'm going to, we're going to have a father-son bonding experience, and I'm going to take him to go see Anthrax in Orlando. What do you think about that? Ah, yeah, that sounds like a good time, man. I, I, I've always wanted to see Black Label Society. Anthrax, yeah, for sure, but, I mean. Why don't you come I, down? I, come, re- bring, bring Caleb with you and Colton. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do that, right? You, you can stay as, you can, soon, you, as soon as I can. You can stay here in Tampa. Forces. I have a pull-out couch for your sons. You I love sleep, you. Can sleep with me in the bedroom. Really? Okay. Um, there is. <laughs> let's see. We said. I said that my my kids would probably last about three minutes into the butthole the cut. Butthole cut of cats. Yeah. yeah. They would also last about three minutes into a drive to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. What about an airplane ride? Can you not put them on it? We have a very nice airport. Never played on, or never, never played, never played on an airplane. Probably won't ride on one either. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just, uh, look, I wouldn't suggest playing on an airplane the first time you get on one, but maybe, maybe just take the plane ride the first time you perv. And then, <laughs> then you can play as adults do, from what I've been told, uh, on the airplane oh, on the ride back. 
I hear you. If My you find a, club. If you find oh, a willing I... participant. So, okay. <laughs> Back to the album. Oh, you're All no right, fun. Now, uh, well, no, we, we, we got to at least do something in relation to the music here. If you would say so. so. I, I, well, yeah, just, just follow my lead here. Before. Yes, sir. You're in, you're in charge of the podcast, bro. Follow, just, my, follow my lead. I'm just going to oh, hit okay. buttons. Listen, we did, we did, we had already talked about uh, some of the more popular albums. You listed off a good bit of them there. But I'm going to start running down through, I'm on Spotify here, okay? And I, after 1990, we'll just do 1992 right now okay mm-hmm. 1992 adrenalizes hits all right adrenalize yep. most played song on that actually there's two really good songs that i know of off the top of my head uh that i really enjoyed let's get rocked we've already made like five jokes about that song At already the fucking very um, least and have <laughs> you ever needed someone so bad have you ever needed someone so bad? There you go. There you so go. Bad. I think it sounds better than that. Have you ever needed someone that you just couldn't have? It's a good song. I've never it's heard really it good. before. 13 You've million. never heard that song, Cooper? Nope. Have you not also learned the lesson about saying things that you haven't heard out loud to how, me? How, how do you know that I don't just want to hear you? You know, you know what? I have to record with Sean, like in ten minutes. Um, so I'm just, I'm not going to play the song. But uh, okay, that's good. Yeah. So also, I feel like Jesse's good. losing his patience with me very quickly and the, wants to move this podcast on. The reason why I bring this up is because we're going to start at 1992. We already did, and then I'm going to kind of go up through the albums as we break, and I'll list off the most popular song off the next few albums. And we'll just see if you've heard it before. Okay. Okay. I know Coop hasn't, but I want to see if you have. Um, so, uh, all right. Uh, anyway, as for the first three songs that we just listened to, I I didn't know what to expect because I hadn't listened to a good Def Leppard album in forever. I watched that, uh, oh, goodness, the classic albums on, I believe it was on Hysteria, which is a great documentary if you get a chance. It's on Tubi. A bunch of them are free right now on Tubi. Um, but anyway, I, I didn't know what I was going to get. And I don't think these three first three songs are that horrible compared to what we've had before. Now we're going to get in some bad territory as we progress through the album. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't think these are horrible. Okay. So the first, so if I could be serious for a moment and we'll move on to the next three tracks, these, these first three tracks are solid. Like I look, I don't think anyone's going to argue that Def Leppard pretty much peaked with hysteria. Adrenalize wasn't bad. It was kind of in the shadow of hysteria. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like like Nirvana, where Nirvana's Nevermind is so good, Robert Winfrey, that anything that came after it was never going to measure up. So In Utero is not a bad album. It's just not as good as the greatness that was. Um, Nevermind. Same thing with Guns N' Roses, where you know Appetite for Destruction is a perfect album. It's one of the few perfect albums ever produced in the history of music especially of the rock and roll genre. But, you know, Use Your Illusions 1 and 2, the follow-ups are, first of all, they the, there's one good album between those two, if you cut them together. But, again, everyone wanted another appetite for destruction. They got Use Your Illusions. You know, Metallica's Black Album. 
I, I know that that's controver- controversial for some people, but let's face facts. It's like the most popular Metallica album ever. And even if they hadn't gone the hard rock way with Load and Reload, nothing was ever going to measure up to the Black Album. I mean, as good as Death Magnetic was, it still was never going to be as good as the Black Album in a lot of people's eyes. So my point being that Hysteria is one of those perfect albums where you you can't capture lightning in a bottle twice. It's just impossible. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It's fucking perfect. It's right. Nothing's ever going to be as good. So... Right. As good as Adrenalize was, it was never going to be as good as Hysteria. And then everything else after Adrenalize is like, yeah, Def Leppard's a competent band that puts out good albums, good solid albums. But is anything going to be ever as better as as Hysteria was? No, never. So, like, is Diamond Star Halo's, you know, a bad album? I I, I will find out as we as we progress through this. But I think comparing it to the to Adrenalize. To, uh, comparing it to Hysteria, it's impossible. You can't do that. That's not fair to the album. That's not fair to this band that right. also wrote their peak. And God, what year was fucking Hysteria? Oh, that was eighty. Gosh, eighty six. Hold on, I've got nineteen eighty seven. Imagine you're putting music together. You know, forty years later, almost. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, come it's, on. It's hard. It's hard to try and maintain that kind of like impact every single time i think it's just you know you've got to say hey this this is a band that's been around for a very very long time and they are due they've been you know it's it's been a a while so they could do what they want to do at this point is it going to have the impact or is it going to have the staying power of what they had in the 80s uh, sincerely doubt it sincerely doubt it but you never know i mean these guys are doing what they want to do here there's a few things off of this album that are decent so mm-hmm. you know it's it's not yeah i'm not expecting <laughs> it's been way too long since hysteria and adrenalized i was say it's like for almost me. almost a different fucking band at this point it is. It really is. And we've it's talked since many before times. I was born that right, uh, they dude. were any good, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, buddy. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done. Let's go ahead and play the next three tracks. From, from what I read, this is only going to get worse. So, here we go. Woo! Oh, well, <laughs> uh, it does. <laughs> um, here we go with the scenario. Uh, we got this guitar, SOS Emergency, and Liquid Dust. Yeah. 
Jesse Starcher of the Screaming Boy Podcast. What's another word for liquid dust? Mud, sir. <laughs> Mud. Dude, that cracked me up earlier. Like, I got that post with you just because it was such a fuck this band remark. <laughs> like, oh. Um, uh, by the I, way, also, that opening lick for Liquid Dust was So Sweet Emotions by Aerosmith. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Okay, I'm not the only one. Cool. I like that SOS Emergency, though. That That felt like... I mean, that felt like mid-tier, you know, 5 out of 10 Def Leppard for me. Uh, this guitar... These, these fucking Florida white women in their country music, man. Because it's not, Ugh. like, real country. You know what I mean, Coop? It's, it's, it's that, you know, it's that fucking wine mom country. You know what I mean? I, 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 don't, I don't like country music, period. But I will definitely take old school Johnny Cash country over... Yeah. Uh, yeah, get some this fucking is Merle Haggard. Get some fucking Highwaymen. You know, you get some Merle Haggard. Get some Highwaymen. You know, get some real authentic David Allen Coe authentic country. That's one thing. You get these wine mom country. Mm, terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, that that that, that song was the like Allison Krauss is very talented, but that song was the drizzling shits. It really was. Like, like you could. You could probably like shove a bottle rocket up my ass, and I'd have a better time. This is fifteen songs. We haven't done an album this long in so long. This is fifteen songs. You could easily cut five songs off of this. And made this a nice ten song album, Jesse. Right, 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 right. I mean, Ma- mathematically, you couldn't. But <laughs> the <laughs> hey, so... why don't you talk to Haywood? Haywood, you blow me. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. That's good. Yeah, really? You've never heard that one before? I've never heard that, and I'm gonna like steal that someday, and then oh. somebody's gonna be like, "I remember that from the fifties." <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna be like, "Wait, that's from like when I was in junior high." You're seventy. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah. speaking of Haywood, go ahead, Jesse. Oh well, hey. Um, Wood. Yeah, I hate me. <laughs> so. Yeah, the song about the guitar and about how he loves his guitar and like it's I mean it, that song is a ballad to his guitar, which okay. <laughs> sure. But I mean it's it's weird. Like, you know, you're my lover, my wife and I'm like, okay. His guitar is his right. wife? Like I can yes. Look, I I'm willing to buy your guitar is your lover. Like I get it. I really do. Like that doesn't bother me. You're my wife? Like My wife. That, my, my wife. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. That's weird because I've ha- I have a wife and there's nothing that there's I don't know Jesse you have a wife you don't have to talk about it I understand but like can you think about like what a guitar might do for you how a guitar would bring you joy and does a wife do any of those things I'm just saying uh, like well I I mean uh, me personally all I could. Uh, all I can think of is like this guy like cording this guitar around, you know, D- just does like the guitar uh, dressing and the putting floor? a wig on it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this here guitar. Oh my, <laughs> my wife. It, I mean, it's I understand the reason behind the song, but uh, it's just it was a weird song. There was so the, out of these three. We got the one that you mentioned, Mark, was actually decent. The other two are uh, Liquid Dust is about the. I don't like that song. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> it's not my favorite. Liquid my favorite. dust. That totally was written on fucking and it drugs. Gets, it There's gets no way it wasn't. It was, it was written in on a fucking 
on the toilet in three minutes. You can actually, I wonder hey, if you put that in the Rock and Roll listen, Hall of Fame. Listen, Some fucking toilet paper with liquid dust written on it. Don't you dare disparage the good goddamn name of Pete Steele who wrote Black Number One while shitting on the toilet, my friend. Mm. Was it Black Number One or Christian Woman? Which one was it? I, I couldn't tell you. I'm going to Google it. Listen. Google it up. Uh, 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 while we're doing this. Well, I Google myself. You go. Yes, you Google your, Google yourself all over. I'm going then, to. Go- I'm oh, not wearing no. any pants. I will Google myself while you continue to babble about Def Leppard. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name some songs here. Uh, we're going to go down through two albums. Slang came out in 1996. Uh, the most listened to song on Spotify is a song called All I Want Is Everything. Do you recognize that song, Mark Radulich? Sounds like something written for a woman by a woman. Okay. All right. So I'll take that as a no. <laughs> then we'll go to Euphoria, which dropped in 1999. And I need not Euphoria, the soundtrack. I need Euphoria from Def Leppard, please. Thank you very much. That has the most listened to song on there as promises 3 million downloads or I should say 3 million listens um, by the way pour some sugar on me 266 million listens man that's wow. only that's actually second place to us <laughs> right okay. um, I have, you I have figure a list. out your answer I have a list here a list of songs that were written on the toilet. I cannot wait. Revol- this is from revolvermag.com. Bloody Kisses, 10 Things You Didn't Know About Typo, ne- typo Negative's Masterpiece. You ready, Jesse? I am. Pete Steele wrote Black Number One while driving a garbage truck. Okay. Okay. I, th- I, I think that might have been what I'm thinking of when he said I wrote the song while I was on the shitter. But maybe the real story is that he wrote it while in the garbage truck. Or maybe maybe he started it in the shitter. But then went back to work driving the garbage truck. Or uh, maybe it doesn't he, all happen at once, you know. Maybe the I mean, garbage truck was the friends we met we made along the way. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> the girl moaning on machine screw was Josh Silver's ex girlfriend. The real life Christian woman would ask Pete Steele to dress as a priest before he incorporated with her. <laughs> incorporated? <laughs> Were he, he copulated? He he gave her the body of Christ, is what he did. Oh, he oh. gave her the old bread loaf. Yeah, it did. Man, the old meat thermos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesse oh, starts you with a pickup home run. <laughs> uh, really Bl- popular at the old Dragon Age. I'll just tell you that much. <laughs> Bloody Kisses, a death in the family, is about Pete Steele's cat. Aw, Dave. Aw, Dave. Aww, Dave. Uh, Typo Negative originally recorded their cover of Summer Breeze with rewritten lyrics and a new title called Summer Girl, but were barred from releasing it by the songwriters. Yeah, that tracks. Um, there's a hidden message at the end of Can't Lose You which says, Everybody smokes pot, Monty Connor sucks cock. I'm sure he does. Um, okay. Three of Typo's four original members hate the song Blood and Fire. Fuck off. It's a great song. At least one band member also hates the album cover. Gross. Um... Pete Steele spent a lot of time trying to find the right green for the album cover. Pete Steele might the be right my green? New... Yeah, the right color green, which is something I would do. I spent so long looking for like the right kind of art that nobody gives a shit about for the podcast. That's interesting. Pete Steele didn't want to quit his job at the Parks Department to tour nationally in support of Bloody Kisses. Can you imagine? 
like hey your album's like gone gold you have to go out and tour you're like you know this big million dollar artist now I don't want to leave my job at the parks department Robert Cooper I don't know why Pete Steele sounds like a vampire but um I mean he is one right I wrote this song while I was on the crapper all right, Jesse, what else you got for me before we move on to the next three uh, songs? No, we, we can go ahead and move on to the next one. I'll drop another uh, two when we break next. All right, another truth bomb on us? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in terms of what I, I think on it, yeah. the uh, <laughs> Like, yeah. Well said. Like, the first three, the first three like, tracks definitely had some spirit to them, but this one here, like, this one definitely shows their age. Yeah. Like, like I, I get that, like, you know, you're not fucking 25 anymore. I don't want them to write the same music they would when they were 25, but also, like, uh, this definitely feels like my grandkids sitting on my knee, thank God for my guitar. <laughs> my wife, my guitar. Sounds like a yeah. fucking 50s sitcom. Yeah, does it come on before or after my mother the car? (laughs) It's all like my my inanimate object is a family member block. Uh, My favorite Martian. On NBC. Right, Jesse? Oh, right. WNBC. (laughs) We're going to go to the next three tracks. I I had a stroke. Um, no, you don't. You don't sound right. You got to do honky tonk man impersonating Bret Hart if you had a stroke. <laughs> okay, Ooh. you you've seen that one, right? Yes, I have. All right, here we go. Um, next few tracks are "You Rock Me," "Goodbye," "Good," "Goodbye for this good time." <sighs> Sorry, "Goodbye for good this time." Jesus Christ, all we need. Uh-huh. No matter what you breathe, it's where we at. We're more like make-believe in white and black. Come and start me up, come on up and make a sound. Shake me like a shot, come and shake me to the ground. Uh. In the darkness, I saw a light. The sorest eyes, the sharpest sight.
So you rock me, the letter U, R-O-K, me spelled M-I, and I'm just like, Florida school system? What the fuck happened here? <laughs> oh, um, man. I, I almost hate to ask Jesse because I can't imagine it was anything good, but what does the angry metal guy think about all this? Oh, well, oh, yeah. Do you think the angry <laughs> metal guy is actually going to review this album? That would be... Uh, unlikely, sir. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that um, the angry, if the angry metal guy reviewed this, I'm pretty sure he, he was angrier than normal. Oh, I could imagine. He was probably upset he had to actually listen to it. Yeah. The Here, let me, let me read to you Loudersound.com's title of their review. Def Leppard have just released their best album in 30 years. Are you fucking shitting me, dude? That is your lead-in to this article, okay? And that's Bullshit. why that's, that's what kind of spurred me to go through the catalog since 92 to see exactly what has dropped that's anywhere close to... Adrenalize was what we got last. That was actually had something, I think, over in the in the tens of millions of listens on one of those songs. After that, it's dropped off pretty precipitously. Yeah. So, uh, there's a very good, I don't know. There might be an argument here that they, they could, this could be their best album in 30 years. I, cause I can't name anything in the last 30 years that makes me go. Oh yeah. Like, okay, here, let's jump back to the bit I was doing. Let's go back, and I'm going to bring up Euphoria. No, I'm sorry. This is X. This yep. is from 2002. Okay, right. 2002. So 20 years ago. Uh, Holy long, shit. Long, long way to go. Had 2,386,000 listens. Mm-hmm. Re- recognize that at all? Long, long way to go? No. We're, you're out of this music at this point in time. 
Let's go to yeah. All right, from Def. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I haven't. I, I mean, I, I think I I listened to songs from. No, it had to have been either songs from the Sparkle Lounge or Def Leppard. I know I paid attention to at least one of those because I was still I was like seeing the band live around that time. Okay, um, might have been Go. It was whatever. Gosh, whatever one they did where the whole video is like random sports clips. Um, no, Let's Go. It might have been there... Let's Go, and that was from the last album. Okay. All right. Yeah. So with Yeah, which came out in 2006, our most listened to track, 1,810,000 listens. That's Rock On. That's another great song with rock oh, in it. Now, now I see where you're getting death. 30 years from. Because we're, we're, we're deciding that Adrenalize is their last truly great album, and that is literally 30 years to, like, the day. Right, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is, you know, that's there could be an argument had. I mean, there's some good stuff on Diamond Star Halos. The problem is, is we don't know enough of that back catalog to compare <laughs> what <laughs> we get on this album with what's come in the last 30 years. Because just like everybody else on Earth, we kind of dropped out of listening to Def Leppard. It wasn't getting a whole lot of radio play. Gosh, what's happening in 92, Mark, as we run into the rock scene? Okay, hang on. Billboard okay. chart for 1992. I could name one thing off the top of my head that's happening in the 90s, early 90s. I'm going to ask that. Is you it know. Nirvana? Yeah, right. grunge is happening. The Hot 100 Songs of 1992. Ready? Let's hear it. Hang on. Shit. All right, yeah. Billboard year-end Hot 100 singles from 1992. Um, starting all the way... I'm going to like go... I'm going to start with 100. Starting out with number out. 100. Yep. All right. <laughs> I, can't, suave. I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt. They Want EFX by Das FX. Let's oh, Get Rocked by... Let's Get Rocked by Def Leppard. Coming in at a Hot 98. All right. Jesse Starcher and Mark Radledge got a love thing. I don't know if you remember that one, Jesse. Um, but who, who sang that? CeCe Peniston. Okay. Well, she, yeah, she definitely uh-huh. knows. I Will Remember You by Christian uh, recording artist Amy Grant. Just Take My Heart by Mr. Big. Keep It Coming by Keith Sweat's Gonna Make You Sweat, Robert Cooper. Free Your Mind. Free Your Mind. The rest Good one. Follow. And rap is coming. Ra- rap is starting to really become popular at this point. Keep coming back, well. Richard Marks. This that's what love is for by Amy Grant. Would I lie to you, Charles and Eddie? Thinking back by Color Me Bad. What about your friends by TLC? Slow motion by Color Me Bad. Justified and Ancient by the KLF's gonna rock you, Jesse Sorcerer. Mm. Real love, love by Mary J. That. Blige. Uh uh by Poison Men. I wanna love you by Jade. When I look into your eyes by Fire Highs. When I <laughs> Wait, no, that's when I see your eyes. Um All right. Have you ever needed someone so bad by Def Leppard? There you go. Take this heart by Richard Marks. Everything changes by Kathy Broccoli. Uh, back to the hotel in too deep. Missing you now. <laughs> Michael Bolton. Adam's Groove. Oh, remember that one, Jesse? Oh, MC Hammer. I just yeah. I watched the video for that last week. I'm not kidding you. Um, Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap. Who's got the right? Power? Thought I'd Die and Gone to Heaven by Brian Adams. Blowing Kisses in the Wind by Paul Abdul. Everything about... Because I Paul, hate Paul, Paul everything Fox. about you. Dude, I saw Alika yeah, Joe like, in concert open up for Def Leppard around this time. And dude tripped over a fucking monitor. It was the best. Friday, I'm in... Jelly. That is Ugly Kid Joe. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Friday, I'm in Love by The Cure. Do I Have to Say the Words by Brian Adams? 
Wild like, side. Yeah, you take do, a, Mark. Take a walk on the wild side by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. No Son of Mine by Genesis. People Every Day by Rest of Development. In the Closet. Arr, Michael Jackson. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to warm Chris it up, Cross. Chris. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast by Celine Dion and People Bryson. The Way I Feel About You by Karen White. Hold on to my hold on my heart to Genesis. Hold my making ear. her making a second appearance on the Hot 100. CC Peniston with Keep On Walking. One by you too. Ugh, you could not get away from that song in 1992. Holy cow! Oh no, you could not. Wow. Yeah. Um, how do you talk to an angel by the Heights? Too funky. Uh, how do you talk to an angel? To an angel. Jesse Starcher. Is that, is that Richard you... Marks? The Heights. Carl. Oh Marks. yeah, I knew that. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> too funky by George Michael. Mysterious ways. She moves in mysterious ways. It's all right. It's all right. All right. You too. Uh, Hazard yep. by Richard Marks. I Can't Dance. Ooh, I loved that song back in the day. I Can't Dance by Genesis. Yeah, that's a great one. one. My cousin George, who I don't like, um, he made fun of me for that. And he was like, they can't. He was talking about Genesis. So 1992, I'm in high school. I'm like, I'm like 10th grade, maybe. And he's like, they, and I like walk into the family barbecue. And I had just gotten from my other cousin, who I like a little bit more than George, some swag, uh, which included a Genesis poster. From the from nice. I can't dance, so I just like so like I just have the stuff there, and I'm kind of like looking through it, and I'm at the family barbecue, and George just like all accusatory, like he's about to put the scarlet letter on me. It's like they can't dance, they can't write, they can't sing, and I'm like I just want a hamburger and to look at my poster. Leave me the fuck alone, you big bully. Um, <laughs> you ever have a you ever have a relative like that, Jesse? Just want to oh, fucking yeah. bully you at the barbecue. That's right for bastard. no good reason. Yeah. Um, when a Man Loves a Woman by Michael Bolton. All I Want by Toad the Wretch Sprocket. Good for Me by Amy Grant. I Die Without You by PM Dawn. Remember PM Dawn? Speaking of like oh, rapping yeah. hippies. Yeah. Yep. Um, she's Playing Hard to Get by High Five. Wishing on a Star by the Cover Girls. Breaking My Heart by Mint Condition. Please Don't Go by KWS. Hey, Jesse, you know this one. Too Legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. So let's see. Where are we at right now? What what number? We're currently at 45 with Stay by Shakespeare's Sister. All right. Set Adrift on a Memory Bliss by P.M. Dawn. The One by Elton John. Make It Happen, Mariah Carey. The Best Things in Life Are Free by Luther Vandross and Janet Jackson. Um, Tennessee by Arrested Development. That's a good one. Tennessee. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Move This by Technotronic. It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday by Boys to Men. Ain't too proud to beg, Robert Cooper. Oh, oh man. Nope. Ain't too proud to beg. No. Coop, you were just born in 92, right? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. In January of 92, I was barely a month old. Wow. And I don't recognize a lot of this. This <laughs> might be a real fun bit for, for Robert Cooper. Is like, I identify with none of this. Um, oh, <laughs> so, man. But yeah, I was like right in the middle of high school. Jesse, you must have been in junior high then, right? Yeah, dude, I'm pulling 14 years old at this point. Yeah. 13 going on 14, so. Yeah, so you're like, yeah, you're this like is last right. year. This is of my sweet high. spot. Yeah. 30 years ago, you know, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that happened right, to me 30 years ago. Let's finish. I'm going to like, just blast through this. Tell me do what it. you want me to do by Tevin Campbell. Damn, I wish. Damn! Wish I was your lover! By <laughs> Sophie B. Hawkins. Humping I'll around by. The daylight comes. Humping oh, around by oh. Bobby Brown. <laughs> Up and around. Oh, Bobby Brown. Oh, Bobby Brown beat the shit out of Whitney Houston. Um, Smells Like Teen Spirit, number 32 in the Hot 100 okay, by Nirvana. I was waiting until yes. we got to some grunge here. That All is right. the fucking point, because this is the beginning of the grunge movement. 
1992. Right. This is where this is where the world changes. This is monumental. Come and talk to me by Jodeci. Live and learn by Joe Public. Jodeci. Mark Radledge dying by uh, by Zelda. (laughs) Giving him something. Speaking speaking of Mark Radledge dying, giving him something he can feel by En Vogue. If you ask me to, by Celine Dion, masterpiece by Atlantic Star. Don't let the sun go down on me. Uh, George Michael and Elton John. Diamonds and Pearls by Prince and the New Power Generation. Oh, Jesse. Put on your shit, kick is in, kick some shit. It's time to jump around jump by all brothers in House of Pain, baby. Yeah. The House of Pain is in effect, y'all. Effect, y'all. Can't right. let go, my right. Carrie, sometimes love just ain't enough by Patti Smith and Don Henley. This used to be my playground. I love ah. that song. That is um, an absolute favorite <clears throat> song, and Mindy loves to watch that movie. I can't wait till we get to number two. We have to just derail this entire podcast and discuss the vascular I think history we have. of the number two song on the Hot 100 for the year 1992 of All Lord. But anyway, um, finally, CeCe Peniston. Remember the time by Michael Jackson? I remember that one. Remember, remember they remember played that the video time. on like that was, they played, that, that was on like primetime television. Remember that? They yeah, debuted Eddie, it on Eddie primetime Murphy? television. Yeah. Um, Eddie, Dude, Eddie Party Murphy All the Time is legitimately one of my favorite karaoke staples. <laughs> nice. You've mentioned that before. Yeah, um, dude, the fucking DJ lost his shit. He's like, what, dude, I, I will find it. I will make this happen. Holy shit, nobody's ever asked for that. <laughs> it's great. Um, and Children of Bodom have a really good cover of it. Yeah, they do. Oh, it's great. Uh, Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran. November Rain. Oh, my God, somebody left my cat, oh. my cake out in the rain, Jesse. <laughs> Someone left their cat out in the rain. Uh, I'll be there by Mariah Carey. Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. Speaking oh, of karaoke wow. staples. Yeah. yeah. Charted. Fuck. Dude, man. 92 was the shit for you, for music, man. Holy cow. Jeez Louise. Um, Black or White by Michael Jackson. I'm too sexy for this shirt. Too sexy for this shirt. So sexy it hurts. Black, Black or White has Macaulay Culkin in that video. Yeah. Um, to I be believe. with you. Uh, you're the one to be with you deep inside my heart. You'll see it. You see it's true. Okay. <laughs> um, I love your smile by Shanice. Just another day by John Cicada. All for love by Color Me Bet. Under the bridge downtown is where I drew mm-hmm. some blood. Don't you understand? Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mentioned that earlier. Have I mentioned that sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner? Okay. Do you... Can I talk to you for a second and tell you that sometimes I feel like I'm my only friend? Uh, I don't know more. Song. That's, this song. He's... <laughs> oh, it's City of Angels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took me a second. I don't really love Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're, Get it's the fuck right. out of here. Oh, no, all it's right. kind of all right. I'll tell you this. Like I said, they, they really peaked with Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and after that it was all downhill. Um, I'm going to see you know they're from here. California. Oh, where that, drew, really? Is where I drew some blood. Um, my loving, you're never gonna get it. You're never gonna get it. Not this I owned, time. I owned that cassette tape. So. <sighs> you are black from the waist down, Jesse Starcher. Don't let anyone ever tell you different. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, frostbite is a very serious condition, and you should have that looked at. <laughs> Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. Baby, oh, yeah. baby, baby by TLC. Save the best for last by Vanessa Williams. All right, the top three, Jesse. 1992. You ready? Yeah. This whole bit is to say, like, 
This is what Def Leppard was dealing with in 1992. Yes. Right? This is the competition. Right. This is what the world was dealing with in terms of music in 1992. Jump by Criss Cross at number three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where you close backwards. Mm-hmm. The number two song, and we need to spend some time on this. We need to discuss it. I will, I will put off cardiovascular activity. I will put off another podcast with Sean Comer. I will discuss this <laughs> at throbbing length. I want to. I want to oh, guess, no. but we. I, I don't know what this song. Could I don't want to hear about be. your throbbing length. If you're going to get all of my throbbing length right now, when I tell you that the number two song in the year 1992 of our Lord is "Baby Got Back" by uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yes. Oh, yes. dancing in the Sparks Factory, Jesse Starcher. Uh. <laughs> it's like all that factory was made for was just to create sparks. <laughs> I, if anyone like a year or two from now is like, why did they change formats? Because there's nothing funnier than me and Jesse just crying, <laughs> laughing at some of the shit we've seen in like in music videos. Well, that's the, that's Sir oh. Mixalot Metal Church thing. That heaven yeah. shall burn, November rain. I, some of the funniest memories I have of the last like few years of podcasting, and it's there. all Metal Hammer of Doom extra shit. Right, dude. Right, right, right. Baby Got Back, I mean, is a staple to today. So deservedly so should it be at number two in this 1992 countdown for sure, man. Uh, I And I, I mean, you remember when that thing had radio play and, and for the first time and people were like, holy crap, what is going on here? Oh and my to... God! Look at her butt! It's... Oh my God, Becky! Look at these biscuits! Look at her butt! It's so round, like out there. <laughs> I mean, gross. <laughs> That's what the old rappers. Now you look at it today when <laughs> like the ass is much is far more. Uh, I think it's it's a, it's a little more idolized. And I think that that song had a very big impact as to why. I really do. Like, it became a thing to, like, really focus on the ass, a big ass. It, it, maybe got <laughs> um, <laughs> the safe word is. <laughs> I'm Richard yeah, Nixon uh, in that I'm ass. Hi, Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Natalia. Um, all right, the number one song in the year of our Lord, 1992 End of the Road by Boys to Men. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know that song. Speak. Ugh. Okay. All right. It's nineteen ninety. We got to give him some slack here, Mark. We. I mean, he was born in that shit. year. Yeah. <sighs> it's thirty years ago. He has to have there... heard the song in that thirty years. You could not get away from "End of the Road" by Boys to Men. That's the truth. I mean, it's amazing that you know "Baby Got Back." But do they not have black end people of the in road. North Carolina? Uh, not from what, I mean, honestly, where I grew up, not really. Uh, oh, you grew uh, up on that side of the tracks. Got it. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I grew up in the middle of, uh, like, kind of nowhere. See, I thought I was kind of close to somewhere, but not really. I'm, like, 20 minutes from somewhere. I'm in Crack-a-Town. crack a So, Coop, you remember when we I was talking about that documentary that focused on, uh, oh, my goodness, T-Pain and how he ruined... Mm-hmm. Uh, music. So that same documentary has an episode on boys to men and their rise uh, to fame in the nineties. And, and I think it's, this is pop. So if you get a chance, if you have Netflix, check it out. But uh, yeah, okay. speaking of boys to men, um, you 
you get to see them rise and some of the crazy stuff that they kind of had to deal with. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a prolific boys. The men was a prolific group in the early nineties. Yeah, My man. gosh. They were everywhere. Like that. That's why like, like well, I, well, that was the year I was born. Yes. But that song was played like daily for at least a decade. And if, I'm, everywhere. if I remember correctly, I mean, that's completely acapella by those guys. Right. Uh, uh, I, I'd, I'd have to listen to it again. I, I'm pretty certain most of their stuff was acapella, but anyway, they they um, yeah, they're a fantastic right. group and very uh, yeah. very popular and number one. Yeah, it got played a lot. All right, well that was I don't fun. Know why played. in my head I mixed them up with Bone Thugs and Harmony? Wow, that's <laughs> not the same group. Um, it's because <laughs> I was born in Bumfuck Nowhere, North Carolina, <laughs> and my R and P knowledge is uh, Bone Thugs. Robert Cooper, you are never going to get it. Not this time. You are never going to oh. get it. In Vogue. He laid is that a song? Yes, it is. Fucking hate you. All right. Um, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things I hate, let's move on to the next three songs. Here we go. All right. We've got No Bananas. Um, open Your Eyes, Give Me a Kiss, and Angels Can't Help You Now.
listen to that like Def Leppard like their ballads you know you think of like Photograph or you, you know you think of like oh, I can't that might have actually been Photograph now that I think about it like like the history of that song and like him hey, having to hit the high note and then you hear Angels it's like well, you are not the same band like I said there's yeah. ten solid tracks on here and five fat just 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 gristle cut it cut it Jesse I hear you, man. Yeah, this is. There's a couple songs on here where I'm like, okay, you could toss these back into the late '80s, early '90s, and mm-hmm. they are definite like Def Leppard songs. They are Monster songs that were jams. <laughs> they were things that. <laughs> I, well, I don't get a lot of that on here. While there's some good stuff, uh, a lot of the ballad stuff feels more home to me for Def Leppard back then then some of the harder stuff feels Def Leppard to me now. Uh, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense, which I don't think it does. But regardless, you there's more elements on here that f- feel kind of like they belong in the 80s and 90s. Now, that Open Your Eyes track, that started out and felt somewhat like a collective soul jam. So if you are uh, aware of who Collective Soul is, I don't expect you two guys to... Um, I know collective soul. I know of collective soul. I know okay. fucking collective soul. What the fuck, man? All right, fuck, all right. Man? Calm down. Calm down. Fucking, no, I don't know collective soul. The Mark Radledge. What I the? Said, fuck? I didn't expect you to. I didn't expect you to. But why? Why would you say that? Because this well, is a metal a, podcast. It's a bit softer. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the other part. This is a metal podcast. They're a bit softer, and I don't know. They came out later. What? Let's see. Mid nineties, I think, is when. Hints, Early to mid nineties. Hints, allegations, and things left unsaid came yep. out in nineteen ninety four. So we're okay. like like the height of the grunge movement. Yeah. So Collective Souls, the next album, which I think is just a self title. Yeah. I know. I know that yeah. album backwards. Yeah. And forwards. <laughs> Whoa, Jesse Starcher doesn't think I know my music. Whoa, Jesse Starcher thinks I was in a coma in the 90s. Yeah. Fuck you. I didn't expect you to take it to be this personal. (laughs) I know almost every NSYNC song. What do I win? Uh, Give me a kiss that rocks is silly. When you listen to the lyrics, it's, it's funny. Um, And angels can't help you now. There were a lot of newspaper I shouldn't say that. Not a lot, but there are a couple like really obvious newspaper uh, references for some reason. Like it's a slow news day, and then he mentions deadlines, and I'm like, "How does this tie into angels?" Okay, whatever. But uh, you know, we're we're plodding along here. I don't hate these songs, but I'm not writing my mom about them either. It's one of these deals where like I love Def Leppard, but I love Def Leppard up until Adrenalize. Right. 
Yeah, that's and, all you can do. And that's and yet again, it's one of these deals. Was like, oh, I want to talk about this band that I liked when I was a child, and and I forget that I'm now forty six, and they're yeah, not the same band. And they're sixty. They're yeah. they're pushing sixty. I got not, not even like no. They, uh, the lead singer sixty two. Really, I would have thought that Joe Elliott. By the way, um, yeah, you're right, sixty two. Huh. Wonder how all the rest of the guys in the band are. Yeah, I, I clicked on my link. Trust me, Rick Savage. Tell me, Rick Savage is sixty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Allen, a lot of Ricks in this band, fifty eight. <laughs> hey, Rick, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which one, There's mate? A lot of Rick Allens. <laughs> uh, Phil Collin at sixty four. Yeah, see? These guys are great, too. You got to think. I mean, they started in 80. Vivian Campbell, who is a dude, by the way, 59. Okay. Well, yeah, Vivian Campbell's fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. All right, we're ready to hear the last three songs of the night. Uh, yeah, let me let me run these down here real quick. I'm just, yep. uh, you Go know, ahead. once again, you know, I'm going to, I'll read them off there. You tell me if you've ever heard it. Uh, and I'll, this will be the end of the bit. So with a million eight hundred and seventy-seven, uh, oh, this is a this is a duo, Def Leppard and Tim McGraw with nine lives off of Ugh. songs from the Sparkle Lounge. Coop, you say no? <laughs> yeah, dude, you're audible like suffering throughout this. I could hear you as Mark started the song and you going, Ugh. Ugh. yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I was just like, oh god. This sucks. Yeah. And then let's see. Def Leppard's self titled album. We'll find the highest listened to song off that real quick. Provided I can find it. Because uh, you got to scroll. Like they have so many live albums. It's. And ugh, like here's all the demos from when we were 10. Um, it's just ridiculous yeah tell you what play the next three. Oh no i found it here we go so def leppard self-titled oh we're getting into the millions like as in like five millions here and millions and millions uh so, yeah let's go there you go it's got five million eight hundred and fifty six plays where did you say you saw that at it had a video with like football players oh gosh i think it was let's go yeah that's the one Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I had 5 million million, uh, down or 5 million listens. So there you go. Anyway, that's it. And then it brings us to Diamond Star Halos, which we're talking about that right now. All right. Here we go. Uh, Last three songs of the night. And then I have to do another podcast. And then I got to get up and mow the lawn. Then I got to take out the trash. uh, And don't forget, you still have cardiovascular activity that you need to go participate in. It's true. All right. Lifeless, Unbreakable, and From Here to Eternity.
can have cheeseburgers i is disappointed <laughs> uh bubby i am disappoint you're so <laughs> disappointo yeah, yeah look, <laughs> I, I i would never tell def leopard stop putting out new music you should follow your heart if you have the resources and the ability to make art and make a living off said art please go ahead and do so but please don't also then expect me to think it's great. There's there, there there's a solid B album here, dragged down by five tracks to a B minus um, at best, and I'm probably inflating my score 
because I love this band. I love Def Leppard. I've seen them, like I said, as many times as I've seen Clutch and Slayer. I, I adore them. When I heard they were touring with Motley Crue 800 years ago um, and Poison and Joan Jett, and I, was, and I wanted to take my daughter, it was like because I, I want to share the experience that I, and love that I have for Def Leppard with the people in my life that I also love who will also then also go to concerts with me. Take a drink every time I say also. Um, so, you know, this is one of those, it's one of those rare bands where it's like, I, I, there are bands I listen to and it's like, I'll, I'll just listen to them with the people that like them too. It's fine. I don't need to share this with the world. Def Leppard is not one of those bands. Def Leppard is, is part of my heart. I love Def Leppard. They're, they're so talented. And I hear this and it's like, you know, I, it was the Kurt Cobain line. Maybe he stole it from somewhere else. Um, it's it's better than better to to like like blow up or something than it is to like fade away, I you know or like the Batman line or you stay too long to see yourself become the villain, I overstayed their welcome you know, Def Leppard probably should have quit doing this a long time ago, and I listen to this album and it's like and I don't and again there's probably a solid album in there somewhere I just I don't know I, someone needed to say no at some point and be like nope. Let's 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 edit this down. Let's put your best foot forward because taken as a whole, fifteen songs and you know at least a third of them not great. It's just it breaks my heart, Jesse. Breaks my heart. I know, man. I know. Look, this band has quite the legacy. Uh, they have a. They probably feel that they have a duty to the fans to get something out there. I mean, it's been seven years. So, I mean, does anyone want to hear anything after fucking hysteria? Well, you can't <laughs> expect these guys to just be all right. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Pour, <laughs> so here we go. Pour some sugar <laughs> on me. Good night, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Can we talk I, about? I, I, can we just talk about hysteria for just a second? Okay. Okay. So, never mind the charts, right? Yep. Um. In Australia, four four times platinum. Canada, diamond. New Zealand, platinum. Norway, gold. Sweden, gold. Switzerland, platinum. United Kingdom, two times platinum. Want to know how many times platinum in the United States? Tell me. 12. 12. 12 times platinum. On the list of best-selling albums, they come in at... These guys are a British band, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, from, Br- from Britain and everything. From Britain and everything, right? Right around <laughs> Wales, Africa. Tell me where <laughs> they. Tell me what, how many did they have again in Britain? Uh, how many? Twelve. Uh, hang on, they were they were they were two times platinum in uh, Britain. So Def Leppard's Hysteria, so nineteen eighty-seven. Basically, took these guys and said, "You are ours." Yeah, we, you belong to us now. Um, how many times mer did it go though? Twenty million copies. Fucking twenty million copies. That's crazy. It's a lot of mer. That is, you know, you know what? It's between. Even. It's between. Frankincense even. It's between. It's tied rather. It's tied with Celine Dion's "The Color of My Love" and Britney Spears' "Oops, I Did It Again." Wow. It's also tied with Dookie by Green Day. Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie, Mariah Carey's Daydream, Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Queer. Um, wait, that's not how that goes. I don't that's, think that's the name the of that song. That mark. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. Um, uh, Shania Twain's The Woman in Me. Super Tramp, the best kind of tramp of all. Breakfast in America, 20 million. Tracy Chapman, 20 million. Uh, Flashdance, the soundtrack. Whitney Houston, The Who, Tommy, and Andrea Bocelli, all 20 million. Crazy. Just like, again, I, I go back to my original argument. Maybe don't make new albums. Just just keep playing the songs from Hysteria. It's all anyone cares about. All right, that's, I'm going to shut up now so you guys can close out the show. Well, we mentioned at the beginning here how we really dug the first three tracks off this album, or at least mm-hmm. we didn't think they were horrible. They were, they were actually pretty decent. Uh, Spotify agrees. I mean, when you look at it, you got 789000 for the first track, 1886000 which I think is their single, uh, for the second track, and then Fired Up came in at 337000 Now, after that, though, things... I mean, just basically every track from track four on down just continue to decrease in listens. Now, a lot of that can be attributed to attributed to somebody just putting on the album, hitting play, and then stopping halfway through because they didn't have a chance to finish it or whatever. <laughs> to but walk out in see, the woods to live deliberately. <laughs> uh, you know, this guitar gets 191,000 listens, and then you go down to SOS Emergency, which is the next track, and it's down to 101. So that's a, you know, it, it continues to drop off as as the, the tracks off. go so th- this is not that to me signals that this is not like a very i need to listen to this album straight through type yeah. of deal this is more along the lines of like okay i'm just going to hit play and listen to it see how it goes there's not another track off this album that really sticks out with a lot of listens like a lot of people are going oh man now that could change like maybe they drop another single but I tell you what, you better stay away from Liquid Dust. You better stay away from the freaking guitar song. Don't drop the, do not drop that one. People want to laugh you out of the universe. How and cl- then like better or worse than Battleship Chains? Oh, oh well. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to give the guitar song. What is this thing called again? It is called uh, this guitar. Um, <laughs> Which is pretty basic, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I still think that's like, like one of my favorite Metal Hammer of Doom proper memories is that fucking battleship changes broke Jesse. Oh, like boy, Je- did it ever. You, you have a reputation for being like just the most even keel, low key bro of the entire Rattling <laughs> Broadcasting Network. That's everyone's right. everyone's just like Jesse and Evan Bevins walk with Jesus, but more so. Like you're just the picture of calm. You 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 are a light breeze, Jesse. You, nothing throws oh, I like you. That. Ju- nothing throws you. You were just like, hey man. You were like the living embodiment of pot smoke. And <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then battleship chains came. Like there, I have only seen Jesse pissed off twice, <laughs> and one of them was battleship chains. Oh wow! And then you know what was it made me so angry because I realized soon after that it was a cover, but Volbeat gets me angry. Like, the last album we did, I was still having issues with some of the stuff that they were covering on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, don't get me started. I'm done. I, I am done jibber-jabbing about this Def Leppard album. I, I told my wife... <laughs> with, with the jibber-jabber. I went upstairs and I told Mindy, I said, I got, I'm listening to the new Def Leppard album, and I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not really digging it too much it's just something that i was not into 
does, there's some bright spots on here, but if you're a Def Leppard fan, you're probably going to like it. Uh, I just don't know if you're going to love it. Coop, give me the final word here. Take me home, baby doll. Uh, as somebody who really just knows the spark notes of Def Leppard and was never that big a fan, there I do agree there is a good album in here. There's good moments. Uh, I think the final song's really solid, too. It's just... Somewhere in the center is the most generic, you know, just generic wine mom, country soft rock just buried in the center of this. And it just takes you out of everything. Yeah. Like, even though that last song, I was like, man, this last song's pretty solid. It's just like almost like a really cool action movie. A really cool action scene at the end of the movie, except the middle of it was dog shit, and you just wanted to fucking leave. <laughs> this album's over an hour. Like, <laughs> it does not need to be over an hour. 40 minutes, you're good. Get in, get out. But no, maybe they just wrote a ton of songs during COVID break, and they're like, damn it, now it's our time. No, it was not your time. Go... <laughs> I mean, I understand they needed to have something come out for the new tour that I'm still mad about because Motley Crue signed a fucking contract. <laughs> All right, folks, that is our review of Def Leppard's Diamond Star Halos. Uh, big, big bit of a change in the schedule. They moved back uh, Hate Uber Alice from June 3rd to June 10th. So it fucked up my whole schedule again. So we'll do that one on June 15th. So in the meantime, next week, we'll take a break from the Metal Hammer of Doom yet again. And Jesse Starcher and I will continue our look at the great works of David Simon from the corner to the deuce. Uh, we are finally done with Homicide. It'll be Homicide Season 7. But we're also going to talk briefly about Homicide the movie, Jesse. So I'm going to watch both. Oh, man, that means so much to me if you do that. I would do anything for you, Jesse. Anything. I would do anything for uh, Jesse. I would do. But I won't anything. do that. I will absolutely do that. Um, I, love it. I will absolutely watch Homicide the movie for you, Jesse. And uh, is, it, is it a good movie? It's a very good movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. I mean, if you if you follow the see, it, it wraps up uh, some stuff that's happened in season seven that need to be wrapped up. So. Oh, that's exciting. Um. So, yeah, we're going to do that, and then we'll come back on June 15th. We'll do Creator, Hate Uber Alice. Um, if you're listening to this, we have a new Metal Hammer of Doom Extra up that my son popped in on. So, what was that? Was, was that fun? Did, did we like having Jonas on? Would we have him back? It was a ball and a half. Fun time. Don't, don't talk about that way about my son, Jeff Cooper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, my son, like, my son loves to... This is, I, I was explaining to somebody, like, we don't play catch. We, we we do podcasts. That's how we play catch. That's how that's that's our father and son thing. So he Love popped it. on and he was like, "What are we talking about? I don't know some old bullshit." And he was like, "I'm in. <laughs> Let's do it." So uh, check that out. That was for uh, the creator song. I was at Midnight Sun or some shit. Uh, anyway, so that's the Metal Hammer of Doom, and then we'll do Lordy Skeletric Boogaloo. Um, fucking calendar. Skeletric Dinosaur. Uh, on June 22nd. Hopefully, I won't have a power outage. We'll actually keep this one. And then uh, we'll end June with Ailstorm, seventh rum of the seventh rum. Uh, in the meantime, uh, my schedule's all fucked up this week. But, hey, the Terminator stuff is out. So, damn you, Hollywood, Terminator Genesis, Terminator the Trilogy, 
uh, Terminator, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. There's a whole discussion on why I didn't do Salvation at the time. Listen to it, and it'll, it'll all make sense. You've got two Everyone Loves a Bad Guys coming up, discussing all the villains in the Terminator franchise. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, we will have a re-airing of The Boys Volume 1, the name of the game, Jesse. Remember that? That's a good one. Yeah, uh, that comic book. There'll be an Everyone Loves a Bad Guy for Dinosaurs and Dragons. And then we begin the march towards Jurassic World Dominion with a long road to ruin uh, for Jurassic Park from a few years back. The damn Hugh Hollywood for Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World when that first came out. Um, a source material that Jesse did with who, Ronnie? Are we talking about Jurassic Park? The Screaming Park? Boy podcast? Of the Screaming Boy podcast, that's the right. Very, the very same. Uh, yeah, Devils in the Desert. That'll air on the 7th. And then uh, that'll be that. So, plus, we've got a whole bunch of other new content. Hey, if you're into wrestling, myself and Chris Bailey uh, had on Neil from Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. And we reviewed uh, AEW Double or Nothing. Neil's awesome. We had a really good time. All right, Jesse, go ahead and do your plugs. Let's get out of here. Oh, well, hey, you know, at some point, put on the schedule where Coop, Mark, and I sit down and we rank all 30 songs titled Fire It Up that I found on Spotify. (laughs) Rick James is going to be in that piece. uh, It looks like maybe even Cottonmouth Kings. It looks like DeBrat's going to be in there. Black Label Society, uh, Thousand Foot Crutch, all have songs titled Fire It Up. (laughs) There's a lot more, too, that I did not list. Uh, but anyway, that sounds like uh, a great show. Can we do that for the Metal Hammer of Doom jukebox? Our very next, first episode, our very first episode of the Metal Hammer of Doom jukebox. We're only doing Fire It Up. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so yeah, for myself, hey, just recently we released Heart of the Hawk on uh, the Source Material Comics podcast uh, feed. There, so hey, if you like Dark Hawk. Uh, this is a story that had, I think we focused on five or six issues in the early issues of Dark Hawk. Uh, and check that out. It's a, it's a good story. It's me, Evan Bevins, and Chris Armstrong getting together talking 90s comics. A lot of fun. And this coming Saturday, one of the biggest projects that I've, uh, well, I'd say it was quite a, it was a long podcast. We'll just put up into eight. That's right, count them eight small, bite sized podcasts where Chris Armstrong and myself get together on Unspoken Issues and we discuss the Image founders and their number one issues that they contributed to the Image Comics launch. So what we did, though, we counted them down. That's right, we count them down from our least favorite to favorite as we go through each day. So the, the, the episodes, I'm, I, honestly, 15 minutes to 20 minutes long usually, and we, each one of them, you know, it could be Savage Dragon that we're looking at. It could be Cyber Force. But we're looking at a number one issue from that 1990s image launch. And it was a lot of fun. So get a, get a, if you get a chance, that's going to be dropping starting the 4th uh, and all the way to the 11th of June. And after that, as far as source material airings go, uh, I don't know specifically what's going to be happening. I know we're recording Panic in the Sky, which is a... Superman event that happened back in the 90s well, as well. you and I are recording Kaiju Score for a future release date, but you know, you gotta, either me or somebody else, we gotta do the Girl Thor book. Right, well, me and, me and Evan Bevins are already uh, planning on it. I've already oh, okay. made, uh, yeah, me and him got it already down. That's gonna be probably releasing what, right after 
right during the Thor release, which is July 4th. Uh, so our plan is to record it, that at okay, some so point prior to. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder comes out July 8th. You need to drop your Thor book on uh, July 5th. July 5th. Let me move that over to July 5th then. Here we go. There it is. I just moved it over. There it is. Sweet. All right. So that's all I have for myself. I am done talking now. <laughs> all right. Coop, you want to do a nonsense plug, or can we just go because I have another podcast to do? Uh, podcast girl did once. <laughs> it's like Crow Magnet man <laughs> over there with his podcast. All right, uh, I do this podcast, Mook Chuck Chuck. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here in the Middle Hammer of Doom for Jesse Starcher, uh, for Robert Cooper. I'm Mark Radledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.